MSU football has a quarterback recruit in the Elite 11, but much more importantly, Can't Read, Can't Write has a listener who shot up the leaderboard as we crown a summer Twitter question winner. But you're not going to find out until the very end, so smash that subscribe button and like the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves to Wolverines Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined, of course, by Kevin Greck, and decidedly, not Alex Plum. Cheers to that, Kevin. Mm. Cheers. It's going to be a good show. And you know why? Because Alex isn't here. Well, it's a contributing factor, but also because we have a captive audience that really wants to know who won the Twitter question uh, competition, and we're not going to tell you. So the very, in fact, not the very end. We're going to hide it in the middle. So you can't just egg. Yeah. You can't just jump around. Maybe we'll do like reveals of places at inopportune times so that you have to listen. Oh my God. We're going to draw this thing all the way out. Maybe listen to the first word of each segment. And maybe that word begins with the letter of this person's username on Twitter. Oh, it's going to be filthy. Like for example, here we go. Uh, Eighth overall, Nick Kamansky, right in the middle where he belongs. Or no, that's from my last week's uh, rankings. No, coincidentally, overall, over the course, Nick Kamansky also eighth overall. So there you go. There's one. Honestly, scratch I'm, it and you can't read, can't write notepad, listeners. It it really is truly a reflection of the the flawed and broken rankings that. Yeah. It Nick are, has no business being number eight. Is that where you're going with this? Yeah. Also, like, I'm no looking business. at the overall rankings and someone who asked us a question once is 10th. No, 11th. Well, that can happen because it it's a very, what have you done for me lately? Sure. Uh, sure. Type of All right. This is terrible podcast uh, material. So uh, before we get to the structure of the show, thank you of course for listening to the podcast. If we could ask a small favor, please share the pod with Spartans in your life. Uh, rate review and subscribe wherever you find podcasts and follow us on the old Twitter machine at Spartan underscore pod. It's hard to compete these days with the name image and likeness game. So share that pod. Yeah. We're just out of it now, basically. Uh, So Kevin, let the folks uh, know what the structure of a can't read, can't write episode is going to look like. Well, we're going to start with the green wall. That's where we talk MSU sports, Uh, football, basketball, other sports. They categorize that way. We pretend sometimes that they don't, but truly that's the alignment. Then we go off grand river to talk about other things happening in the world of sport, including the aforementioned name, image, and likeness uh, rules update. And then we're going to hit those this week's Twitter questions where everyone is taking a nice 4th of July off. Uh, so so we'll see you next week. Um, in the meantime, though, uh, did you know that 7th place overall? No, we're not going to say that one. 6th place overall, Brandon List. Congratulations. B-List, you would have made the beginning of the countdown to people who mattered. I want yep. to give you a real shout out. There she is, Mr. Brandon List. All right. Uh, so let's head behind the green wall and start with football, where uh, shortly before recording, Kevin, we got a football commit. What can you tell me about that commit? Well, I prefer not to be the one to pronounce his last name. Uh, is there a phonetic pronunciation guide? Like, he's not in the, the media guide yet. So, like, how is it Aid Wiley? Uh, why are you so afraid that it's Willie? Because uh, it just reminds me of like, I don't, I don't know. Say, I prefer say that it. it was Wiley. Say I, it. Uh, let's just say that I prefer that it was Wiley, huh? Wiley, like a fox, Aid is. Anyway, Aid, three-star uh, corner playing in the secondary potentially. Uh, has offers from the likes of Arizona, Colorado, Boston College, Vanderbilt, and the always there, always waiting in the weeds, West <laughs> Virginia. Good God. Don't forget, uh, did you say Virginia already? The the Virginia? The yeah. straight up Virginia? And, uh, you know, lesser team for sure, but uh, let's, not, let's not sleep on the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers who are coming to East Lansing, Michigan. Yeah. When are they coming? 
uh, October something. That's right. It's homecoming. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Um, so, uh, yet, did you mention where he plays uh, football at currently? Is that the most relevant thing? Like, can't we just be happy for the young man? Does this have to be just like, oh, what does this say about MSU and IMG Academy going forward? Like, can't we just let Aid have his moment and then speculate about the IMG Academy? Well, you did just let him have his moment. You announced that he committed. Uh, All right. Well, let's let's speculate then about yes. IMG Academy. What do you want to say about that? Well, so for those who don't know about IMG Academy, and I'm I'm uh, I am definitely recycling material that I've heard elsewhere. I didn't crunch the numbers on this, but IMG Academy is um, maybe the top tier football school in the country. Yeah. It is. It is emphasis on there's a reason that football comes first in that phrase yep. of, and uh, in the, the material that I will recycle is that it was, maybe it was last year or the year before, but that if you had taken the entire class, uh, the graduating class of IMG Academy and just put them on one team, that would have been the number one recruiting class in the country. <laughs> uh, it is, it is all football talent there. And so uh, it's not a bad pipeline to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, notably, Jason Novak, the strength and conditioning coach uh, for Michigan State, was hired away from IMG. And Mel Tucker has taken time to uh, s- bring up players from IMG regularly. Uh, and more than one. Uh, in, you know, sort of uh, not as in like there's been guys who have taken visits, but like he will bring up groups of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is exciting. I, I think it's not a bad place to have have some ins, right? Correct. Yeah. If what you want are the stars, then IMG is a pretty good place to go get them. So, um, Aid, appreciate you. Welcome aboard. Go green. And, um, and there, is, there is no such thing. The only place that there's not a three-star trash recruit is at IMG Academy, right? I don't know. I have a feeling that... <laughs> There's more just, I have a feeling that if I went to IMG, uh, they'd be like two star trash recruit Slenderman. Yes. Yeah. You, you're not even enrolled to, yeah. to play football. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's definitely two star has committable offers from. <laughs> but uh, it, it's a West good school. Virginia. It's a it's a it's a nice little pickup. Um, and I don't think, you know, I'll be curious to see how much cornerback. I don't know how many DBs we're going to take in this class because we pulled so many in, you know, through the portal and, and in the, uh, in, in the last class, the class class, the last class, the, the 2021. That's, that's the phrase. Okay. All right. Anyway. Um, but while we continue to, uh, let's continue to talk about some high schoolers. Um, yeah, let a roll. Kate Nauser. Yeah. So, this was the week for the Elite 11, and devotees of the MSU football program will know that uh, MSU has had several Elite 11 quarterbacks, including Do you want to Jeff let Smoker. people know what the Elite 11 is? Uh, the Elite 11 is probably the foremost quarterback camp for high school seniors. It's It started, it's essentially a... a a camp where there's some degree of competition. Um, and then like ideally the best pro- uh, quarterback prospects from the country come and compete there. Um, it's not everyone competes all the time. There's an, a regional, there are several regional elite 11s and then there's the elite 11. Um, this one is the elite 11. Uh, and Kane Hauser, where was he in the final rankings? So according to, yeah, according to the, um, to the camp itself, it was eight or ninth. Um, but, the, but the rankings include their recruiting profile. Don't the, they? It, it re- includes garbage. their junior season tape and their physical traits. <laughs> so you could be, you could be the best, like, let's be very clear. And and this isn't an issue for Caden Hauser. So I'm, this isn't like a, a hill I'm willing to die on for him. But you could be the best quarterback there. But if you're Doug Flutie, you're probably not coming in first. 
Yeah. Well, in fairness, that dude's not wearing, winning the Heisman, uh, in 2021. So, sure. Um, yeah. So, you know, as much as we've said about how flawed our Twitter question methodology is, <laughs> this seems to be giving us a run for our money. So, well, but I, I think it's worth pointing out though. What's what is a little bit to, to your point about flawed methodology is that, so the, the camp is run by, uh, there are some very, you know, notable quarterback coaches there. And then they bring in some, I believe, senior quarterbacks from college programs to also be camp mm-hmm. counselors. So this is a, like, this is a, a big deal. You know, that you look through the list of previous quarterback counselor, counselors there, and they're just as impressive as the guys who attended these camps. And so, but what's interesting about all of this to me is that you've got all of the, um, the recruiting services who are also in attendance and they put out their own rankings for the players at this camp. And Caden Hauser is coming in ahead of some dudes who have a couple more stars on, on the back of their name. Mm. And Mm. I, I just have to kind of be like, huh? I mean, it's it's not like you rivals is who I'm really looking at right now. Sit around and watch all of his games. It, it, so it just seems to me that this is probably your best chance at an evaluation. And you're saying he outperformed Alabama's commit, and yet you're not going to throw a fourth star on the back of his name. Come on. Come on. Get it together, rivals. Not the stars matter because you were about ready to talk about people who uh, MSU quarterbacks who have been to the Elite Eleven, and there is one notable name on there that should not let you feel sleeping easy. I guess. Well, I think there's a few. Um, sure. Keith Nickel, Joe Boyster, and Andrew Maxwell were all Elite Eleven quarterbacks that never really ended up throwing the ball either that well or at all for MSU. Now there are, you know. Anthony Russo was an Elite 11 quarterback. Uh, Jeff Smoker was in the inaugural Elite 11 class. And of course, father of the podcast, Drew Stanton. Daddy. God, God, he's a handsome man. Um, He was in the Elite 11 as well. So uh, MSU has had Elite 11 quarterbacks in the past. They've had some success. They've had some struggle. Um, But uh, Caden, I'm sure you're going to do great. And... You know, Jonesy, how much better would our lives be if he got a four star? I mean, like, <laughs> no, that's I so, would feel better about myself. Well, you I'd be a better son, a better husband, probably. You, you have complained about the Tucker recruiting. And so this would definitely be a like a, an, you know, an elbow to the rib cage. And to be very clear, if you elbow Kevin Grek, you're only going to hit rib cage. Yeah, it's going to go straight through to the rib cage. I have not complained about the Tucker you wouldn't recruiting. you wouldn't I mind seeing a fourth star tempered expectations okay. of of the uh recruiting for mr mel tucker to date it could end up happening but we aren't we i maintain that we are not seeing it yet so sure but either way it, him it, you know kate hauser being at the camp is a big deal placing in the top 10 is a big deal or mm-hmm. you know, 11 technically but uh so Clearly, we we got a good one coming in, or we have. There's a good chance he's he's pretty decent. Well, um, we've got a good one on paper. <laughs> well, or in some drills, uh, he's he's good in the drills. So, look, uh, it, it's a nice little boost. It, it likely will mean that his recruiting profile goes up. It does likely mean that he's going to have some additional suitors. So, there's that. Um, but that was you know, also partially what I meant by a good one on paper. Oh, yeah. It's not on paper yet. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And, uh, you know, it was nice to steal him away from Boise while we have him. And uh, apparently Anthony Russo actually was a big part of that. Uh, he was, he was his host while he was in town and yep. they chatted about the elite 11. And so that's awesome. But speaking of stealing him away from Boise, it's not Boise. the only thing that's been stolen away from, from Boise. Uh, there has been a mutual parting between MSU and Boise State. I I loved 
the MSU Boise State game that was played in Spartan Stadium. In fact, as I look back over my shoulder, there's one of those giant panoramic shots of that game. Um, fantastic game to be at, but there were two upcoming games that was going to be a, another Boise State return trip to East Lansing and then MSU going to Boise State next season. Those have been mutually parted. So there is no longer MSU Boise State on the schedule. And in fact, it looks like looking at, you know, Bronco Twitter that they're kind of bummed out about this. Uh, instead, the Washington uh, games have been moved up to next season at Washington, correct? And then the yeah. next season, the Huskies come to Spartan Stadium. That believe. is uh, that sounds right. Yes, that is correct. So next year's non-conference opponents are now uh, Western, Akron, and Washington. And then 2023s are Central, Richmond, and Washington. So Gotta get rid of that Richmond game. That sounds dumb. I didn't even know they had a football program. Well, you know, the spiders are scary. So I'd be okay getting rid of it. Uh, This is interesting. The Florida Atlantic game is is scheduled for 2024 remember the whole florida atlantic thing from back in the day no all right so florida atlantic was opening a new stadium and they were going to kick it off with msu as the the inaugural game it was like their big grand unveiling so that was all going to plan until really substantial uh uh building issues like set them back a year for opening that stadium. Mm. So Florida Atlantic AD's office decided the best way to, uh, to raise money for that home game that they had against MSU was to host it in Michigan. So there was a year where MSU had seven home games and then a game at Ford field against Florida Atlantic. Yep. And that was a home game for Florida Atlantic at Ford field where they charged a lot of money for tickets and basically no one went because it made no sense. And uh, I don't think it worked out for them very well. MSU beat the piss out of them in Ford Field. And uh, I guess the other side of that is uh, is happening coming up here. The other shoes dropping, so to speak. Is that how that people use that phrase? Mm. Notable from, I think the yeah, more interesting do. thing from 2024 is uh, Louisiana. I think that might be uh, Ragin, as they say. Ragin, Ragin yeah. and Cajun yeah. over there. Um, well, I, I like this though. I like I, To me, it never made sense really to, to continue the series with Boise. If they were still Boise, then I'd be for it. But, but they're not. Yeah. Yeah. So this Washington thing, those were games that I was looking forward to anyway. So this is a major upgrade. And I, I mean, we talked about this. I'd love to host Cambry Cambry tailgate out in Seattle. Uh, I like that campus. I, I'd like to see a game in that building. So, so where do we start fundraising for my plane tickets? Only fans right now. Got, oh, Let's okay, go. Okay. 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 Uh, well, you know, listeners just, um, you know, look out for uh, for the only fans and we'll go from there. Uh, all right, let's chat a little basketball. Uh, you have Bryn Forbes on the outline because well, he's going to the NBA finals. Yeah, so we're happy for Bryn. Um, Great. Love we put that on the outline. Well, yeah, it's relevant. You put last week we had that uh, Draymond was on Team USA. The NBA finals is a big deal. Sure, sure, sure. Yep, yep, yep. Cool, cool, cool. Here's the other thing. Um, that maybe we should put under the green wall is it's, it sort of spans the two. Uh, Kofi Coburn is entering the transfer portal. Not that I expect him to come to MSU. Why, but why would you use an open scholarship spot? Why would you do that? I mean, I think Izzo should definitely be going after him. But there were those rumors that the staff anticipated that there would be a number of guys still entering the transfer portal or removing themselves from the NBA draft. Um, Kofi is remaining in the NBA draft and entering the transfer portal, but it does give some credence to that, that there might potentially be a couple guys that they can pick up. Uh, At this point, I'd be happy with just one warm body. Um, 
that is removing themselves from consideration from the NBA draft um, or still potentially answer, uh, entering the transfer portal. So maybe it makes sense to have, I mean, no, it doesn't make sense to have those two scholarship uh, seats open, but maybe there's still hope that one of them could be filled at least. Yes. I, I mean, I, I think it was right to move that. Yeah. From off grand river, because that is, I, I know Tom acknowledged it as a, as a thing they thought might happen. I just, you're sitting on two though, Tom, like you thought you were going to get two. Yeah. I just, it makes me angrier and angrier every time I think about it. Like we joked last week, it's like a self-imposed sanction. Like the NCAA thinks that it's damaging to a program to not use all of your resources. And here MSU basketball is self-imposing this um, for the, for the fun of it. I, Maybe things are tight at the Izzo household and they got to get Stevie on, on scholarship, or maybe yeah. <laughs> that makes for a better behind the scenes with Tom Izzo uh, episode. I'm not sure. Yeah. But it's a mistake. I mean, by any means. I would. Would you be bothered if Davis Smith was put on scholarship? Yes. Yeah. All pays, right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. His dad is richer than Izzo and <laughs> he plays the same amount as Steven. So Yes. I would very much be upset about that. Um, anything else that you want to cover in the Green Wall before we go off Grand River? Now let's get to the mess that is off Grand River because and the mess that is name, image, and likeness because yes. it is now the law of the land, and, and all of the student athletes at the University of Nebraska are swimming in runza cash right now. And you, you might know. say, is that what they call it when you can just like is that Sparty Bucks? Is that <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? No, runs as a gas station that's very popular in Nebraska. So I guess like maybe, you know, student athletes can go in there and get a like an off the roller hot dog whenever they want or something think, like that. I think runs is more like a um a Wawa or a come and go mm. or a um uh what's the one that's out in Western PA that's very popular? Doesn't really matter. But uh I think runs as a bit of an elevated gas station, if you will. But anyway, yes. So the, for those who speedway, for those who somehow missed it, uh, the NCAA lifted their restrictions on, uh, eligibility to compete in NCAA sports for student athletes, uh, who receive money based upon their name, image, and likeness. And so now, um, you can, and will see student athletes not only sign large deals, uh, which there were some of to sponsor things, uh, but also, you know, you'll see lesser things like uh, I think Kevin Wigginton um, sent out a sponsored tweet for GoPuff, I think. Um, so, yeah, it runs the gamut. But either way, it's it's I, I think we can start with it's cool. Right. Yeah. Is it. It's a real bummer to me that things didn't work out with Amani Bates because it would have been really helpful to MSU's. Well, I, I think it would have been good for him as an individual to be on campus and have a college experience. But some people disagree with that. Um, but the other thing would have been like to have something that is just like a right out of the gate critical mass of interest to really get that evergreen program kickstarted mm-hmm. would have been very, very useful for the, for the university and athletics moving forward. If the, it's not going to happen, but yeah, I think it would have been, it would have been great if, you know, the number two recruit in his class had um, been able to capitalize on, on Michigan state as a, as a launching pad for his brand on all the things, you know, that you gain as being the number two recruit in your class of course yeah uh so it, what's <laughs> we're gonna there's that. no shame in being the number two recruit in your class no shame it's quite an accomplishment it is it it, it is it, and that's really what you have to remember is that no matter what people might have said before that number two is great um but 
I do want to sort of focus in on on uh, an interesting piece of this, which is the the calls that are coming now for things to be undone that were, uh, you know, uh, sanctions, if you will, that were imposed before. Mm. So uh, the first, I believe, to make the call was Reggie Bush mm-hmm. saying that he wanted his Heisman and his, uh, what else did he have? He wanted Dignity. it back. He wanted his dignity back. <laughs> was, did he have a champ? Did he have a championship? Yeah, he had a championship. Uh, yeah, that USC team did win a championship, right? Yeah. So, and yes, and so the the Heisman said, uh, "Cool, cool, cool. Uh, we'll do that." Like, we'll, feeling the pressure, they're like, "Yeah, we'll do that if you get your championship back." <laughs> and then, so they left it clearly on the NCAA. Um, I think Reggie is. Uh, well, no, Reggie's not necessarily much different than. Also, Jalen Rose uh, asking that their uh, that the Fab Five's wins be no longer vacated and that their coach be instituted into the Hall of Fame. Um, so I find this conversation at least a little bit interesting, though mm-hmm. foolish, because it does. I it, for me, I think imply a, a certain level of. Um. Well, what I didn't, what I did wasn't really wrong, right? Like, is their argument? Like, we've all come to accept the idea that we should be able to profit based upon our name, image, and likeness. I, I think, first of all, for Jalen, that's not exactly what happened. Well, um, for neither of them is it exactly what yeah. happened. Uh, it's a better argument, though, for Reggie Bush than it is for Jalen Rose. Where for Jalen Rose, it was just a booster straight up, but for Reggie Bush, it was like a. Uh, wannabe agent type of situation right um either way not great and still you know uh no one else was getting to do it yeah right like gave you an advantage at the time that was against the rules yeah you you want you want sort of glory restored upon to you while everyone or a lot of people most people not i won't pretend to say that everybody but that, well, a lot of a lot of other student athletes didn't do those things. It's like, come on. Just it's it. it but it is an interesting thing that the NCAA, I think, is going to have to sort through and, and actually address head on instead of hoping that just some of these cries whimper out. Yeah. So here's the thing. So it's a change in rules, right? The rules were broken <laughs> and then you were penalized as a result. So what if... <laughs> What if some teams with some basketball teams, some college basketball teams with really good shooters from the 70s and yeah, 60s yeah, yeah, were yeah. like, I want to reinstate the three point line retroactively and then, you, you know, just re-simulate all those games. You know, what would have been a three pointer or or let's just go back and measure. Yeah, you know, we can use cameras to do that now. Exactly. It's exactly the same thing. We would have won that game. The other argument like that I personally believe is expunging the records of like people with marijuana convictions in states that now have recreational marijuana. I am in favor of that because that would get them out of jail and they're now rehabilitated back into society that accepts this now. So like it's different. It's in, it's an entirely different Mm -hmm. argument. Um, it makes very little sense to me to just be like, oh, you cheated before? Um, like, d- does Kelvin Sampson get his job back at Indiana because all of the, all of the, uh, you know, wrong time of the year recruiting calls that he made are all legal by NCAA rules now? <laughs> like, no, he doesn't get his job back. And that Indiana team still falls apart entirely. Like, the things that happened happened um and i just think and, and it's not like you didn't know they were against the rules yeah that's but, why there was perjury that took place in the uh the michigan basketball case because you were aware that it was against the rules at the time perjury is hard to prove let's not forget that um but yes it, so either way that that is an interesting subset of sort of uh 
it's not quite, it's not even Pete Rose-esque, but it is a sub interesting subset of the consequences of the name, image and likeness law being changed uh, or, you know, rules being changed. It, it is interesting to me that, that the NCAA has said in the absence of state laws, you know, here's your, here's your guidelines um, and are still continuing to try their best to punt to Congress, though it does not seem like Congress will do anything. So, um, Thank it's, you, Congress. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it up. Uh, it Either way, it's it's a new world. I I know Kevin, I think, already feels a little bit exhausted by this. I, I don't know that we're going to give updates every week unless there's something truly uh, interesting that happens. Like, I think um, who there's is it the cousin or nephew of Master P? signed a deal he plays basketball for like tennessee state or something. signed to go play for tennessee state so he signs a two million dollar name image and likeness deal yeah i mean like that's that's interesting hmm. i have some questions about that one it's funny because i would have thought that a recruit at tennessee state was worth like less than the like media guides that their names are printed in essentially <laughs> but may but maybe i'm wrong maybe this is the new this yeah. is the new world new where tennessee house. state commits are worth two million dollars or maybe this is all a big grand tax avoidance scheme of some kind who knows it could be anything time will tell time uh, will tell but yeah, uh, it's it. So I think it, unless there's something truly notable, we're, we're probably not going to chat about this a bunch more other than it does. end the uh, not a sponsor bit where we are able to to have student athletes be sponsors or maybe we just get more of that in the future. So or maybe we do it in real life, like locked on Spartans. <laughs> maybe we do it in real life. I did have a momentary freak out because I thought they had paid someone who was a recruit or a commit and not an enrolled player and and i was like oh this is gonna get real gross real fast <laughs> um but no no um anyway uh we mentioned kofi coburn earlier i we should mention that ej liddell is back at ohio state um i i certainly have nothing bad to say about that dude uh and i mean i'm bummed that he's back because <laughs> Uh, that that means Marcus Bingham uh, is going to have to deal with that a mm-hmm. little bit. But, yep. uh, you know, he I mean, he went through it at the end of last year. With fans, right? Yeah. Yep. So um, I I don't know. He, he strikes me as a guy that. Is kind of in the Xavier Tillman mold in terms of what he means to his team. Yeah, uh, I I don't have his uh, I don't have his uh, uh, box score in front of me. Yeah, yeah I no, I'm not it. talking in that way. Just he seems like a guy who makes a lot of other people better. Yeah, um, and so I, I'd be perfectly happy if he you know took one of those MSU scholarship opportunities. Yeah, you know? Did you see Aaron Kraft is back? By the way, what? Yeah, this- he's, he's back. I think as a GA and Ohio State basketball had the the gall to tweet does he have any eligibility left oh my god just <laughs> just maximum triggering for the rest of the big ten i i was i was when kids say they were shook i literally shook when i saw that like no no your face got just as rosy as his in that moment <laughs> all right uh you got anything else you want to talk about we didn't even you know what we need to talk about next week is the um the the policy on marijuana at the uh, uh for the olympic athletes because sure that's some nonsense we're gonna we're gonna put that on the table for next week you know what we have to do is uh announce fourth place uh overall in the 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 twitter uh power rankings for uh for the summer and this is do we do fifth place already uh no we haven't all right let's do fifth place uh ct and tc it, we, Congratulations, my man. Oh, it's been vacated. <laughs> CTTC, you're welcome. Uh, as always, a quality competitor who I think has said that he's like, you can't make me the winner ever. But 
as a result, we will let him go first on the Twitter questions this week. Mm-hmm. Kevin, that's uh, that's actually your prize for for fifth place. Notable you get to go first for its only prize. Uh, uh, all right, CTNTC asks first: mesh or no mesh in swim trunks? All right, so I I purchase... swim because he will float away. Yeah, like, uh, I'm away. very buoyant. You don't have to worry about that. I don't need uh, uh, I don't need a life jacket. Um, I recently purchased swim trunks and I got them and I put them on and I was like, "Where's the mesh?" I I need my mesh back. Mm-hmm. And then I went through the whole like bargaining with myself of like, what does the mesh really do for you? What does it mean? You know what it does. Oh man. I got to tell you now that I'm living a mesh free life, I think about the mesh. I think back to all those great days that we had with the mesh. What about you? I'm with you mesh. I don't know why. Like what is a board short? Really? And why can't you put mesh in it? Cause you can. Yeah. Yeah, there's no there's no rule that says, hey, this is a board short. No mesh. We're post mesh now. Let's 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 add mesh to the board short. Is it that difficult? Come on. Yeah. I know you've got mesh back there. So. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh we've already kind of talked about this, but CTNTC asks, in the past, fans resentful of a recruit choosing another school would claim school X paid him. Or we got cheated. cheated. Yeah, as in we got cheated. Well, CT, some of us say those things because it's true. Uh, But in these days of name, image, and likeness, how will you feel if you get outbid for a recruit and it's out in the open? Uh, I'll feel like I should stop caring about this. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, that would kind of be the end, I think, in some ways. Yeah. My love would die quite a bit. Yeah. It'll start feeling like, okay, we can't even like the the thin veneer of this mm-hmm. actually reflecting on the university may have been just sanded down too far. Finally. Yeah. Um, Cause you like to believe that they happen. pick Michigan state because of something about Michigan yeah. state. That's the whole thing with recruiting, right? Like I know CT's other school, uh, Michigan, loves the recruiting thing. And I've long believed that that is because not only is it the one time a year that they actually win stuff, but it's like, it's that (laughs) time that they have to be like, Oh, this sought after recruit picked the same school I went to. It validates me. I'm, I'm good because the five-star recruit thinks I'm good. Just like today, uh, Ohio state got the number one overall football recruit. Um, so there's a bunch of Ohio State fans out there going like, oh, I'm good because that guy with options said I was good. So now that reflects on me. It's the same probably that a large portion of our family thought with Imani Bates. Here's the thing. It's not going to matter anymore once it's all in the open and the dollars and cents are out there and all you know that the following is the only thing that counts and United mortgage or whatever puts in a, a, you know, a slightly lower bid than what is it called? Runza. It's RFPs. It we're RFPing players. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, I don't love that. I I am curious about how the, you know, the consequences of the Alston case shake out, like that's going to get a little disturbing in some ways. Have you read and, you know, this is credit to TC that we're talking about this again and we're CT. going down this. Uh, yeah. Well, and to TC, because that's where he is. It reflects on him. Um, is like, do you, there's some arguments that I've read that like ultimately this all causes a spinoff where these teams just go college semi pro and they get less and less affiliated with the universities to the point where it's almost just like, no, logos and colors only. And then there's a great reset where they get officially spun off and then universities do like a club football team. <laughs> like, do you buy that? No, I don't. Uh, it, it, it does no. seem implausible, but, uh, but I, I guess I, I would say that, um, yeah, to answer the original question, I think I would feel a little bit dead inside and in, because 
I do, I do truly believe that even when we joke about three-star trash recruits choosing Michigan State, I do believe that they chose us for a reason. Because it's not like those guys didn't have options too. Mm-hmm. And when a recruit for chooses always. Michigan, I believe something about them as a person. So, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway... Next up from CTNTC asking, what is your 4th of July food spread entail? This is a better question for you than for me, because the goop from the Matrix hasn't been invented yet in real life. Yeah, so, it, you're a big Soylent guy, aren't you? Huge. <laughs> the one from the movies, not the one from the tech bros. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, I don't know if I mentioned on the pod last week, but uh, my folks... Uh, Gave me a an awesome birthday present, and uh, I got a, a smoker. So I did some uh, some some baby back ribs this week, uh, or not baby back? I'm sorry, some uh, St. Louis style ribs this week. And uh, we did today. We did a, a chicken uh, that was pretty great. But uh, I don't know. I just roasted up some potatoes and did a watermelon cucumber mint salad with some spiciness on it. It's pretty great. Wow. America. Yeah. America. With pepitas, which I learned pepitas aren't what you shop for. You shop for pumpkin seeds because that's what pepitas are. What? Is that real? Yeah. Pepitas is just pumpkin seeds. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, back to my goop. Uh, next up from Raymond Chains. Uh, oh, here. Let's just talk to an empty chair like we're, uh, yeah. like we're Clint Eastwood. Alex. Why do you exist as a man? Well, Kevin, I exist because. Uh, well, I, I ask myself know. this every day. I grapple with this. I cry. <laughs> that rage that comes out on the podcast is usually in- inward about why my existence is, is what it is. So, Raymond, I guess what I'm saying is. Can you tell me? Alex, that was that was profound. And I want to thank you for your contribution to the podcast. And for having your Daniel Tiger moment here. Uh, <laughs> next up from Raymond Chains. This week on Behind the Scenes with Tom Izzo. Tom alienates the family after ingesting too much wine and rambling about the American way. <laughs> Stevie challenges him with questions about his own career. Marital discord continues when Lupe or Loopy stays over at the Tuckers for a few days. Oh, the intrigue. Oh. Wow. Um, I like this one. I, I like the idea of a uh, inebriated Tom Izzo uh, having discussions about capitalism with, uh, with Stevie, um, where Stevie brandishes box scores. And it says, like, what about my exceptionalism, dad? What about my exceptionalism? Do you feel like this has gone from behind the scenes to this is just the Tom Izzo show? We've we've gone from the Mark D'Antonio show to the Tom Izzo show. Here's what I can. And how buy. far are we now from a crossover with the Tuckers? Uh, we're getting close. The other thing that I can buy is if Raymond is going up to White Hills and peeking through the windows to get inspiration uh, for some of these uh, storylines, um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to hear uh, at all if that's what's happening. Uh, next up from Raymond, uh, I've been to Mun Ice Arena 50 over 50 times since I was a baby. I'd like to know how you came to that number, how much time you spent on it, or if it was just... Or do you know how old you are? And did you say I've been at least once a year, every year? Could be. How come I got lost taking a friend last week? Uh, How come I can never find the Wharton Center? Is there hockey right now? Or did you just want to show off the the Mun Ice Arena? Or were you going for a free skate? I've been here 50 times since I was a baby. Maybe he was going for a free skate. Maybe. Raymond's thing is he's been on a club team and he just, he's like Pierce from uh community. Mm. Mm. Yeah. He's been participating on a club team for the last 20 years. Uh, yeah. That's been Raymond's 
Raymond's life. Wharton is tough because that uh, that street that used to separate uh, Wharton from the uh, cyclotron is now gone. It's been enveloped by the F rib. So What's that? Um, I don't know what that is. The it's a new particle accelerator. Ah, so uh, you know, like the geography over there has changed in the last five years or so something is it, like that. Is it not on a circle any longer? It's much more on a circle than before. Oh, in fact. all right. Well, it's an ultra circle now. Um, the, I think, I think this next question is from me. Oh yes. Grinch. Did you know you can sleep on my couch, eat my food and use my brother? I did know that Raymond. I did know that. Uh, and last, uh, Raymond Chains asks, "What happened to the upper deck jerk, 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 uh, upper deck jerk guy?" We have do, we do have to put a wellness check out. It's I been I did a bit of a wellness check uh, before we started recording. He did attempt to hack into the pod, um, and I batted him away. He's okay. Well, he'll recover. I don't know if I'd say he's okay. Yeah, you're right. I when I say he attempted to hack in the pod, he was in the room, and I beat him away with a bat. So he will recover, but it's going to be a while. It was all beneath the beneath the face, so uh, nothing that you'll be able to see with, with t-shirt and shorts. Uh, next up, Mama Maple Leaf. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, we begin with a state news quote. Oh, boy. Quote, oh, the first boy. full offseason for Mel Tucker and his coaching staff have been a roller coaster so far. Looking ahead to the season, what carnival ride do you anticipate riding out this autumn all right first of all i have some questions one i want to know what you think mama maple leaf's process is for coming up with these (laughs) podcast questions because like did she know the question and then go searching for a state news quote Uh, this is a this is a great chicken and egg type of uh, situation also does autumn 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 so canadian yeah. Uh, she gives us some options. Merry-go-round, bumper cars, tilt-a-whirl, tunnel of love, or choose your own adventure. Is, are you with me? What? Are you with me uh, uh, w- when we go to the carnival? Yeah. Are, are we yeah, we're slow? there. Hand by hand, we have an elephant. Oh, here. then it's definitely tunnel of love. You know who's not there? Alex Blum. Yeah. Yeah, he's if, not and Alex Plum is uh, trying to join us on the bumper cars and we just run him over. Yep. Gang up on him. Gang up on him, dear listener. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, did same same question. Wait, no way. Are you sure she didn't just like it? Uh, could be. We're going to skip it. Uh, either she liked it or she asked, what does your 4th of July food spread entail? Uh, so next up. Guessing what? Uh, guessing that the Can't Read, Can't Write inaugural tailgate will be a green tie event. And in planning my masquerade football costume, what should I not wear in order to be inconspicuous? Will it be a giveaway as to who the Grooch is with his Slender Man persona? All right. So, first of all, this reminds me, we forgot to talk about uh, Phil, uh, the, green, the green tie, maybe the green jacket and feels yeah uh, not worthwhile i specifically left that off have you have you do you want to take this opportunity to publicize your act of kindness so that phil might come back to detroit well go ahead go ahead and do it for me why not i mean gracing me with your presence is an act of kindness enough um so yes kevin will be distinct uh in in who he is the grooch will be quite obvious because He'll be tailed by a, a, a small little man. <laughs> we average out to one regular size human yes. being, both in height and proportion. Yeah. Wait, that makes me sound rotund. Well, you know, maybe you put some COVID pounds on. What oh. you know, like I, we're going to have to have this conversation sooner rather than later. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, uh, uh, as for uh, what, what do we think? What? What is the uh, what is the attire for the can't read can't write tailgate? And I wouldn't if you don't want to be or wait what what should I not wear in order to be? Oh, so so what what should you? 
this is Mama Maple Leaf. Come on, the the syntax on this one. Um, I would say if you're looking to be inconspicuous, which I think is what she's asking, yeah, uh, do not wear uh, sort of lederhosen. That's probably not right. Hmm. W- oh. Were you planning on showing up in lederhosen? Yeah. Okay. Back to the drawing board. Oof. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I would say just wear some Michigan State attire. Probably key. Green tie. Green tie. Green tie. Next up from Anthony Garvert. Uh, do you have a guilty pleasure college team you follow? And if so, if so, who are they? Iowa State. I follow MSU's greatest rival. The Indiana Hoosiers forks down just because I need to know what's going on with them. What's happening. You know, what are we up against here? What's going Uh, on? Who's there? We need to retain that old Raspatoon. Um, so, uh, I think I do actually, if I had a secondary team, it would be the Hoosiers. Uh, do you, do you follow temple like at all? No, not at all. I mean, if they, if, if I look at the you know scores, I'm I am intrigued what's going on with them, but like I don't watch their games, I don't read recaps, I don't check stats, like I don't know who their quarterback is, or where he's transferring, <laughs> or th- or that their quarterback was eligible in the transfer market. Yeah, like none of that. I like I didn't know who Anthony Russo was before this season, and, and let's be very clear, most people who say that to you are lying. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think like, uh, I'm not good at following other programs and certainly not in a guilty pleasure type of, uh, type I mean, of basis. Like, look, I would say this, uh, Garv, if the pleasure comes from pain, then yeah, the school to the South, I do quite enjoy seeing them lose. That that is a guilty pleasure, or not so not so guilty. Yeah. Uh, it's, next up, it's actually pure pure as pure as uh, the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Next up from Garvert. All right. Uh, you you uh, you've been asking you've been churning through this episode. Who are your predictions for MSU football captains? Before we do that, and you skipped a question. Oh, did I? We should uh, we should announce. Oh yeah. Number yeah. number three. It, that's right. That's right. Uh, honestly, Kevin, I I think we should say a few words about this person because we've gotten some questions from this person from time to time, right? Before the Mm -hmm. the competition kicked off, but they put some heart into these questions. Yeah, this was, uh, this was tough. I, I went back, I, I trudged through the algorithm and the top three is very close. Not to take anything from Mamapalief. But uh, the top three is they are right there next to each other. So um, this was a valiant effort, a fantastic showing from Mr. Joe Ashworth. In the ashiest Joe. Truly. I think for my money, the ashiest Joe that's ever lived. Yeah. Uh, I remember week one. It was sort of uh, week one. He came in. First, yeah, yes, he did. In fact, he had three first place weeks: week one, week six, and week eight. That's all first place. Pretty. Imp- Does anyone have any more than him? No. No, that's crazy. Garvert has two first places and two second places and multiple third places uh, after that. Uh, but that is the most first place finishes. So, Ashius Joe, you fell off some weeks, but we want to be very clear. You hit, you swung for the fences, and sometimes you bombed, but you know, you did great. And uh, you were a welcome addition to the podcast. So, thank you. Um, next up from Garvert is if you could own a single piece of MSU game-worn memorabilia signed by the player, what would it be? And Kevin, there is a correct answer, so I want to hear what it is. It would be the shiny uh, green helmet worn by, um, what's his name? Windmill kicker. Uh, the, uh, what? Geiger? 
Michael Geiger. One by Michael Geiger on the walk-off uh, kick against Ohio State, um, where he nailed it. He nailed it. Garbage, uh, it's incorrect. What's Gar- yours? It is the unwashed jock of Drew Stanton. <laughs> Just any of them. <laughs> I was going to take his uh, caved-in helmet against Minnesota Ooh. Uh, in like 2007 or 2008 or something like that. Um, I would also a- take literally anything from Cassius. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I if you could give me a Cassius jersey, I would I would take a Cassius. And if you have to pick a game. Uh, probably his senior day. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was a great game for him, and it's his senior day. Yeah, I mean, it, like, it, I, you know, I, I think for us in how we started at MSU, Drew Stanton was super important in weird ways. But I don't know that there's an MSU player that I like more than Cassius Winston. I mean, it's a tie among a bunch of guys, but Cassius. Definitely a huge asset to the program at a time where the program needed him the most. Just such a nice man. Yeah. Such a nice man. Those teams, not to take anything away from this current MSU basketball team, but those teams were such likable guys. Yeah. Uh, Second place overall in the summer Twitter rankings is Mr. Neurotic Pants himself, Raymond Chains. What can we say about Raymond Chains here? Raymond Chains hasn't written in a question. Yes. Uh, Here, dear listener, keep this in mind. Raymond Chains never finished higher than second. And now here he is at the end, second overall. And I'll tell you why. The deeply flawed ranking system that we use. The ranking system is not very good. And the man is committed to the bit and saw it through. Yes. Let that be a lesson to all of us that it pays off. Not for first place, of course, but you'll be in the conversation if you just commit to the bit. Yes. And just drive it in to the bitter, bitter end. Here we are. Bush did. All right. Next up. uh, Last, Anthony Garver asks, what are your predictions for MSU football captains? I I should know this. I don't have names. What are your names? Russo. No. Pan- well, that- Panashuk. Yeah, Panashuk is going to be there. That's or, a good you one. You know what? Actually, I take it back. I'm taking Panashuk back. Beasley. Mm, okay. I mean, walk on to Scali to sixth year, like, Beasley. Um... I'm saying uh, J.D. Duplain, maybe. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, it's tough because the starting quarterback Naylor? and the starting running back. Uh, who? Naylor? Sure. Yeah. I mean, like, it, what's weird is we're making we're making picks that are D'Antonio guys. I, I mean, I don't think a transfer is going to be. Yes, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. And the transfers are going to be making huge contributions on the field. And I don't year. think that they will let them. They won't let them pick a backup. No. So what'll be interesting is if they decide that Russo's the guy. If this year they let the team vote on the captains. You gotta let the team vote on the captains. You don't and have to maybe have like shook a, out. a top two. Yeah, I. It's a weird year for captains. A very weird year. Just like it was a weird summer. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, one man brought us through the whole thing. So that was his last question. But far from the best that we've ever heard from Garver. I don't know. Garver is number one. Garver's the winner. Garver said... Uh, yeah, just do the questions you discarded last week, this week. So, um, and it, and it, that's really spike in the football is all you can say. Yeah, except for this week does not really count. No. Um, we all had a good 4th of July. We all had a, a solid, uh, we all had a solid week here. 
Um, but Anthony Garver has had a solid two months of Twitter questions. Mm. Now, do keep in mind, dear listener, that missing a week is very it just craters your score in this terrible methodology that we've put in place. And he's, he missed a week, but still came out on top because committed to the bit committed to the bit unders that he comes up with, you know, the questions generally, the one that we said that we were going to put out to the community last week, but we didn't. Oh yeah. It's, uh, I mean, he's really, He's really brought the whole podcast together. Dedicated to a craft that, uh, you know, look, first of all, you know, let's be complimentary to ourselves. We give him this platform. Yeah. Like, of let's, course. this is about us ultimately. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kevin, did you have a nice 4th of July? I did. And you know who else had a great 4th of July? 11th place overall, Mark Team and Mark. <laughs> all Same. Right. Same with ninth place overall, Sawyer like Tom. And and seventh place overall, John Hubbard. We all had overall Mike Jones, not me. <laughs> Nate C coming in strong uh, in one week up to 14 because you just happen to have your one week towards the end of the, of the season. So I think I think this is all by way of saying that we want to thank everyone for submitting their questions and we will actually have a maybe better system next year. Yeah. yeah someday, someday, someday. And then when we come up with a better methodology, Joe Ashworth, if you want to come back and say, Hey, I think I should have my win reinstated because the <laughs> rules have changed. Jalen Rose will be there to back you up. <laughs> and you know what? I think CT and TC will like that tweet. So. Right. Indeed. Indeed. All right. I'll be there too. I'll be right there with you, Joe Ashworth. Uh, anything else we need to cover today? No. Uh, maybe next week we speculate about what Garver has won. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's spend at least five minutes on that. Um, anyway, thank you all for, for indulging us. Uh, it's been a uh, a great week, and we hope you all had a, uh, a, a decent, hopefully long weekend. Um, and uh, Kevin, we are like... 60 days out, buddy. It's almost time. It's almost almost time. time. I can feel it. So we'll brainstorm what Garvard won, and we'll brainstorm what we're doing at this tailgate. Yeah. And that'll be the rest of the summer. Sounds great. All right, buddy. Go green. Go white.